a very good morning to you and a very warm welcome to Crescent Church. We're really glad that you could join with us. We trust and pray that you'll be blessed by our service this morning. Especially for anyone watching who might not be familiar with Christianity, we really want to thank you for taking the time to listen in. We trust that God's Word will speak into your heart because we believe that God's Word is living and active and has the power to transform our lives from the inside out through the Lord Jesus Christ. So thank you for listening in. We're thankful to the Lord that lockdown has eased and some aspects of life are starting to return to normal. But of course, so much of society is still in turmoil in so many ways. So let's pray for God's grace during these days that a world that's searching and suffering might be drawn to the truth and comfort that's found only in the Lord Jesus. Over these few weeks, we're going through a teaching series focusing on the Sermon on the Mount that the Lord Jesus preached in Matthew chapter 5. Last week, Jim Crooks opened the series for us, and Jim's back with us again this morning to take us through the next section of the chapter. But as we begin today, the Crescent Band have recorded Crown Him with Many Crowns, a hymn that celebrates the matchless supremacy and sovereignty of the Lord Jesus Christ over all things, which is such an encouraging reminder for all of us in times like these. Awake my soul and sing of him who died for thee, and hail him as thy chosen king through all eternity.
Let's turn now to the Lord in prayer. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, we want to thank you for the Lamb upon the throne who came to a world in need and died to save us, who gave his everything to bring us to you. We thank you that death had no hold on him, that he broke the very bonds of sin and death and rose victorious. And we thank you that this morning he is risen and seated at your right hand, triumphant over all, and that through him we can have the gift of eternal life. Father, when we look around us at a world in chaos full of sickness and despair, full of prejudice and injustice, we praise you this morning that he has overcome the world. We thank you that those who trust in the Lord Jesus have a hope that transcends this world, that we're more than conquerors through him who loved us. We pray that in the difficulties of life you'll give us a renewed sense of that sure and certain hope in Christ. We pray for our world in these days of turmoil, that the eyes of everyone who's lost and searching would be drawn to the one who came to save them. And we pray that as we turn to your word this morning, as Jim opens it to us, that we'll come to appreciate your son more and more, that our eyes will be opened to the beauty and grandeur of his character and his plan for our lives. We pray that we'll come away from this service changed, that we'll want to cultivate a deeper and more personal devotion to you. And we pray for our church family at this time. We pray for those who are older and vulnerable. We pray for all those who are suffering and grieving. For those who have lost loved ones in these days. For those facing economic uncertainty. We pray, our God, that you will draw near to them. That you will comfort and uphold them in the way that only you can. That they will find in you everything they need for each day. We thank you for the privilege of coming into your holy presence through your Son, the Lord Jesus. And it's in his name that we pray, giving you thanks. Amen. Sophie McMillan is going to read the kids' story to us now, and it's called The Young Hero and the Horrible Giant, which is all about how David faced Goliath. And after Sophie reads, we're going to have one of our favourite parts of the service, the kids' song, and it's called All Through History. And it talks about lots of characters in the Bible, like David, who put their trust in God and relied on him whenever they faced big things in life. So all the mums and dads, get ready to gather your kids around the screen. And no one has any excuse for not doing the actions, because the actions will appear during the song. But first, Sophie is going to read the story for us. The Young Hero and the Horrible Giant The story of David and Goliath, taken from 1 Samuel chapter 17. God's people had some scary enemies, but the Philistines were the scariest of them all. And now the Philistines had come to fight them. The Philistines had a secret weapon called Goliath. Goliath was a terrifying soldier and worst of all, a giant. A giant so strong and so tall and so scary that no one had ever been able to fight him and live to tell the tale. So there they were, the Philistines standing on the top of one hill, God's people standing on top of the other. Every day, Goliath came out and shouted, Send your best soldier to fight me. If he wins, we will be your slaves. But if I win, you will be our slaves. No one spoke. No one moved. Chickens! Goliath bellowed. 
Your God can't save you. I'll rip your heads off and have you on toast. His beady, greedy eyes glowered at them hungrily from under his horrible helmet. As if any minute he, he really might just gobble them all up. And he laughed his terrible laugh. Ha ha ha! It boomed, echoing horribly around and around the dry, dry valley. Well, Goliath might just as well have been a green, slimy monster with three heads because God's people froze with fear. Their eyes glazed over and they turned deathly pale. They knew if someone didn't do something quick, if someone didn't save them. But God would do something. He would send someone to save them. Now David was the youngest son of Jesse and his brothers were soldiers in the army. One day when David brought his brothers their lunches, he saw Goliath and he saw how scared everyone was. Don't be afraid, David said. I'll fight him for you. You're only a little shepherd boy, the king said, and Goliath is a great soldier. How will you fight him? God will help me, David said. So the king gave David his royal armour to wear, but it was too heavy and too big, and David couldn't even walk. I won't need this, David said. Instead, David picked out, picked out five smooth stones from the stream. One, two, three, four, five. Took his slingshot and walked towards Goliath. Step, step, step. Goliath walked towards David. Thud, thud, thud. You, Goliath peered down at the small boy. I'm little, David shouted up to him, but God is great. Goliath laughed an even terribler laugh than usual. <laughs> it went. With just one swing of his giant sword, Goliath could finish the boy off. But David kept going. It isn't how strong you are or how many swords and spears you have that will save you. It is God who saves you. This is God's battle. And God always wins his battles. David put a stone in his sling, swung it around and let it go. The little stone flew, whizz, like a bullet through the air and struck Goliath, thud, right between the eyes. Goliath stopped laughing. He stumbled and staggered and crash, fell dead. When the Philistines saw Goliath was dead, they ran away. And when God's people saw them running away, they cheered. God had saved his people. David was a hero. Many years later, God would send his people another young hero to fight for them and to save them. But this hero would fight the greatest battle the world has ever known.
really grateful to our Crescent singers and musicians for recording the music for us today. And our next song is My Worth Is Not In What I Own, which talks about how each of us can find our true value and worth and sense of satisfaction in the fact that we are loved by Almighty God. And it speaks to some of the themes that Jim will be exploring through our passage this morning. I rejoice in my Redeemer, greatest treasure, wellspring of my soul. I will trust in him, no other. My soul is satisfied in him alone.
Scott Davison is now going to read to us from Matthew chapter 5, verses 17 to 48, before Jim Crooks brings the message to us from this passage. Matthew chapter 5, verses 17 to 48. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfil them. For truly I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not an iota, not a dot will pass from the law until all is accomplished. Therefore, whoever relaxes is one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does them and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. You have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not murder, and whoever murders will be liable to judgment. But I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. Whoever insults his brother will be liable to the council. And whoever says, you fool, will be liable to the hell of fire. So if you're offering a gift at the altar, and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there, before the altar and go. First be reconciled to your brother, and then come and offer your gift. Come to terms quickly with your accuser, while you are going with him to court. Lest your accuser hand you over to the judge, and the judge to the guard, and you be put in prison. Truly I say to you, you will never get out until you have paid the last penny. You have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. For it is better that you lose one of your members than your whole body be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. For it is better that you lose one of your members than the whole body go into hell. It was also said, Whoever divorces his wife, let him give her a certificate of divorce. But I say to you that everyone who divorces his wife, except on the ground of sexual immorality, makes her commit adultery. And whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Again, you have heard that it was said to those of old, You shall not swear falsely, but shall perform to the Lord what you have sworn. But I say to you, Do not take an oath at all, either by heaven, for it is the throne of God, or by the earth, for it is his footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. And do not take an oath by your head, for you cannot make one hair white or black. Let what you say be simply yes or no. Anything more than this comes from evil. You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, do not resist the one who is evil. For if anyone slaps you in the right cheek, turn to him the other also. If anyone would sue you and take your tunic, let him have your cloak as well. If anyone forces you to go one mile, go with him two miles. 
Give to the one who begs from you, and do not refuse the one who would borrow from you. You have heard that it was said, You shall love your neighbour and hate your enemy. But I say to you, Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, so that you may be sons of your Father who is in heaven. For he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet only your brothers, what are you doing more than others? Do not even the Gentiles do the same? You therefore must be perfect, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Perfect. 